time has come to relieve that pain, which will be better for me, but not so enjoyable for all of you. The Pain Clinic Pro Wrestling Talk Show. Can you feel the pain? Wrestling fans, welcome to the Pain Clinic for September 30th. Holidays today, just one. I'm hoping you're hearing me okay. With everyone else that plays golf? Okay, okay. Did What happened to the artiste, by the way? I saw him pop in and pop back out. He was on, and he was apparently trying to talk, but he was muted, so I think he's restarting or something. Okay, okay. I think so he was having issues. We will have the artiste back. Hey, welcome to Saturday morning. Nothing like a disaster to start, but uh, hey, it was only a minute or so until I figured out that I hit the mute button by accident. Uh, we're going to talk a lot of wrestling today. Uh, we got uh, a NXT pay-per-view tonight. We have a, a AEW pay-per-view tomorrow night uh, and lots of news, people changing brands and... Uh, Hopefully, uh, Rob will be back in before uh, too late. But, uh, uh, you know, it's a beautiful morning here in Rochester, New York, finally. You know, we got a beautiful day, and uh, the Ryder Cup's going on. Yeah, we're down by seven. Ugh. That's not good. Um, we jump right into it. Uh, some of the things we want to, like I said, let's talk about Adam Cole. We kind of talked a little bit about it last week because we didn't really know for sure what was going on. Adam Cole uh, had a bad week the week before. Grand Slam was not good to Adam Cole. Uh, Adam Cole, uh, after, and, and, and those were legit uh, x-rays that Britt Baker posted uh, with uh, the multi-breaks in his ankle. Uh, and it was all in those little, those little bones that are down in, you know, in the, in the guts of your connection between your, your femur and your foot, pretty much, you know, the whole ankle area. Uh, that, that's not good. I mean, man, I almost feel bad because it's like, he's just had so many injuries that have really derailed everything he was going into. And then, you know, uh, we are building up to something, um, with, uh, him and MJF eventually, and maybe now it's going to have to get delayed even more. Uh, but man, I I will say that they did do a funny bit on the boat though. Last week, I thought that with the, with the, when they were fishing and, uh, the big show was out there, you know, uh, actually Captain Insano. Captain Insano was out there. Yeah. Uh, what what'd you what, So what do you think about Adam Cole? I mean, you, Danger, you can relate because you had the same kind of injury in your ankle, right? Uh, well, when I had surgery on my ankle, they did the same kind of thing. They broke bones and tore ligaments and stuff. So if he's having any kind of surgery to repair that, which they, they said he's going to, it's going to be quite a while. I mean, I couldn't put weight on my foot for 10 weeks. So, and then I had... I'm not as a athletic as, as Adam Cole and I don't have the physique of Adam Cole, 
but I had six months of physical therapy until I could even run. So it's going to be a long road back. And, and I think some people think it's going to be a lot quicker than it actually will be once he has the surgery. It depends what the surgery ends up doing. Uh, yeah. I give him all the props in the world for for finishing that that segment after doing that. It had to hurt like hell, and they had to hurt like hell the entire time. I mean, he jumped off the apron at one point again uh, during the, the whole part. He was out there. I don't know how he did it. I have no idea. Yeah, with uh, those mul- multiple breaks, in the, you know, and in deep inside his ankle, you know, uh, it's pretty serious, you know. And it's it's funny how, you know, he came out and said, he, like, you know, we need to relinquish the Ring of Honor tag belts. And, and MJF's like, no, I'll defend them by myself. See how long that goes, you know. Uh, you know, it, it could go for a while. Who knows? I mean, uh, you know, uh, maybe. Maybe a friend. I don't know. It's kind of messing up the whole thing that they were building up with Roddy and this. I mean, it's, you know, it's very unfortunate timing that uh, happened at this point because I think we're going to start proceeding to the next chapter of the the story of the Brochachos. Yeah, you know, and it, I think it definitely was happening, and you know, and unfortunately, that's a bummer because it's like you know we all saw it live on TV too. It was like you know a split second thing with him running down the ringside, you know. Uh, jumping over that it was it probably had something to do with that stupid uh, extension they had from the stage to the ring. Uh, oh yeah, it was definitely he, when he jumped off that he he just landed wrong. Yeah, it's a it's a freak accident. Those guys can go out there and do four fifties and and do Canadian destroyers till till the cows come home and nothing happens, and then just a simple jumping off the ramp is what tears up your ankle so bad that you had to have surgery on it. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, and and so, do they? The question now is, what do you do with Adam Cole? Do, does he just disappear? You know, uh, what do you do? I mean, it depends what he's going to be able to do. I, I saw in the picture that they posted of how bruised his ankle was. He was already on an e-scooter. So if he like when he has a surgery, if he can't put weight on his foot, he's useless ringside. Cause he can't like, they can't do anything with it. He'll be in a wheelchair. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. You know, for, you know, at least for 10 weeks. So, you know, no, I think they can make a very entertaining skits of him riding around on an e-scooter and Max taking it from him or something like that. I guess no more trampoline parks or anything, huh? You know, uh, that's a shame because, you know, it's like, we're all rooting for Adam Cole. I don't care if he's good or bad, to be honest with you. I just want to see him succeed, you know, because he had such a good run in NXT and he really started a really good run in uh, AEW. It's just, he got concussed that held him back for a long time. Now this, you know, bless you. Uh, yeah, it was, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's unfortunate that, uh, it's unfortunate that he is going through, uh, you know, it's, have you seen anything ever like this before? You know, in any other wrestler who just had like was constantly injury prone. There's been a few. And it's it's sad because it's not like injuries that they could you know look out for. It's you know the one was a major concussion, and there's nothing you can do about that. That just it was completely accidental and happened. And everyone takes you know concussions differently, and that one just happened to be one that kept him out for a very long time, and then this is just a freak accident. It's just, it, it's snake bit right now. And that's, that's unfortunate. 
Yeah, especially because you know they had long-term plans and where they're going. They've had to shift so many, you know, I mean, you know, punk aside because they had it twice. They had to, like, put put punk storylines aside, you know, for suspensions and stuff. But, uh, you know, he, you know, this is just, I just feel terrible for well, him. Well, and, even if they didn't put punks aside for suspension after the last year, he was out for eight months because of he tore his t- tricep. Yeah, actually, both times that he won the title, he was injured and yeah. and had to have surgery following that. So he would have been out anyways, even when he was suspended. So, but yeah, just, you know, it's, it's a bummer because, you know, a lot of people, you know, and a lot of people were, you know, were rooting for Joe, you know, and, and maybe Joe, maybe Joe comes back into this story. Maybe, you know, what, maybe it wasn't a finisher. I mean, he did shake hands with MJF after the Grand Slam. Uh, I think, I think the pivot towards Jay White's where this is going to go. And I just, as much as everybody wants to, Edge wasn't under one of those masks on Wednesday. You sure? Well, of course not. Be, because he was he under, might, he was still under contract to WWE yes. until today. And no one, or until tomorrow. no one there was tall enough. No one there was tall enough to be Edge. No, but but it's going to be Edge. It's obvious, right? No, it might not be Edge. Yeah, and no, it yeah. could. It could maybe maybe MJF is working with Roddy in uh, the Kingdom now. Who knows? Well, I mean, he was nowhere to be seen when that was going on, and he has come out in the Devil Mask before. But the last time you saw the Devil Mask was in Adam Cole's locker, and that's why people think Adam Cole's faking it. It's very much a real injury. Yeah, so yeah, we want to talk about that too. A lot of people online are very critical, thinking that he's faking. It's fake. They're pulling one over on us. Heck, if they were going to pull one over on us, they could have done it a long time with some other people, you know. Especially with the well, the, the, the best was the reports that came out yesterday. It's like, oh, everybody thinks it's a work. It's a work. If it's a work, it's working every single person. And what's the point of that? Because even the the bookers and everything, you know, Tony knows it's real. Yeah, I mean, we could tell when it happened. You could see that he got hurt when he was running to the ringside. It wasn't like, you know, I mean, he just jumping down eight feet down to the ground and his ankle probably rolled underneath him, and that's how it all happened, you know? But he got yeah. back. He got he fell, and he got back up immediately and continued on with the bit, and he was running around, obviously, on broken bones, you know? If, if they were going to do a work injury, it would have been from something differently than what, jumping off that. Yeah, and I mean. And, and going into a limp. Yeah, and, and and they're going now through with Moxley too being injured now. Moxley having concussion, uh, you know that happened on the same show when Moxley dropped the uh, the Universal Belt there or the AEW. Uh, what the heck belt was it again? It's uh, the uh, International International Belt. That's it. Yeah, when he dropped that, you know, obviously, I, I don't, you know, you've seen the stories about how he called for the match to to to, to be over. Was was originally was. Uh, was was uh, he supposed to lose it anyways? Or I mean, no, no, he wasn't. He was supposed to win. the The rumor I saw was not the rumor. Everyone acknowledges he was supposed to win, but then I saw a rumor that Filthy Tom Lawler was supposed to come down after the match and attack him. And that was supposed to be a match for for this show. I don't know if that's true or not because I haven't seen anything since. But at the same time. If you took that concussion, both it supposedly both got hurt in the same spot. It happened right in the beginning, but, yeah. Right. In, it but was, if you took that concussion right in the beginning of the match, and you wrestled the entire rest of the match doing all that stuff, then why did you make the switch at the end? There was no point in that. Yeah. Well, it's interesting that he said that uh, that he uh, uh, that he kind of came to like five minutes into the match, you know. 
So he wrestled most of that, you know, the first like five, seven minutes concussed. Uh, then, then if, I mean, he should have wrestled the entire match concussed. That's 100% for sure. Yeah. 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 But, but he, if they but, came out and they said, it's just a slight concussion and he missed this week, but he should be fine to be, uh, you know, after this week, why did he make the call to switch the title then? Good question. Good question. Uh, we have got Rob Sanderson joining us now. Rob, we're talking about injuries in AEW. Started off with Adam Cole, and you know, you, and you know, like like we were just probably discussing in our little chat yesterday about how people were claiming it wasn't real and stuff like that. And you know, how, how you know we, we sympathize with Adam Cole. You know, once again getting a uh, storyline delayed because of an injury, um, and then we kind of switched over to Moxley winning, losing the belt. Uh, two weeks ago at Grand Slam because he had been concussed and made the call for him to lose the belt. Thoughts on Adam Cole? I mean, uh, you know, it's terrible that, uh, you know, I mean, and, and Danger Boy compared it to his a personal injury he had, which he couldn't step on his foot for 10 weeks and stuff like that. So where does that leave Adam Cole, Rob? I mean, where does that leave AEW? It, yeah. it sucks for Adam Cole. Um, I mean, he's had such a string of bad luck and – um, you know, I think we talked last week about that, that running spot there and how he had to quickly get there. Um, but just in one of those things, I mean, uh, I know for me personally, like the worst injuries I've had in my life were all like the dumbest accidents, not the ones, not in situations where you think you could get injured, but you know, something like that, where he's just hopping off the ramp and that's what does it. So, um, it's unfortunate. I, I am really curious how long this is going to take with when they say like three breaks and also, I mean, it's, it's bad. Um, so, um, and I think, I think by the next morning it was everything out there. Like it, it kind of was solidified more that it's, it's not a work because be, the, the second that things started, like, I, I mean, on Wednesday night, like people started to speculate on, the extent of it, if he's really that hurt, um, or whatever, but, and then you think about the angle that happened at the very end of the show, which I'm sure we'll discuss, but, um, and how that could correlate with all of this. But I think more than anything, like in terms of AEW, like that puts a huge wrench in their whole plans for the company. Um, I mean, it, it's another one of those situations where it's the worst timing possible, uh, for something like that, because I don't personally see MJF losing that title to anybody but Adam Cole. And now this could just push the entire timeline of everything back quite a bit. And, you know, they can they can find other ways to kind of fill the fill things in. In the meantime, um, Adam Cole's potential Dark Order Creeper associates, things like that. Yeah. Um, but I mean, how long is it going to be until? Adam Cole can wrestle MJF. Um, we all know it's coming eventually. And, um, you know, I think there were, there were some thoughts that maybe that could happen by full gear, uh, or maybe they would push it back further to, um, either a new pay-per-view in January. I think December is supposed to just be ROH, but, um, you know, now are we looking at revolution? Is that too soon? I don't know what's going on with that, but, um, it just, it sucks. Um, but along those lines as well, like I, I didn't love the card for dynamite. 
um, this week, but I like that it seems like we're getting a little bit more in terms of like storyline and cliffhangers and that kind of stuff, surprises, um, which is refreshing because we I don't feel like we've had enough of that recently at all. So, um, you know, hopefully they can keep this story as interesting as possible while Cole yeah. has to deal with us. You brought it up and I'm going to mention it. We mentioned it a minute ago, the, the attack at the end on Jay White at the end of the show. Uh, and, uh, the one, and then cutting back to the guy who had the devil mask, which looked very similar to the one that MJF wore, uh, as well as, you know, as danger said, it was hanging up in the locker of Adam Cole at one time too. Uh, you know, we, there's, which those little like Easter egg type things. I, I love that kind of like, it's almost like fans have to like figure out these little mystery things and put it together. Like I, I that wouldn't be as interesting or as successful in the era before the internet, maybe. But like once somebody finds that they're like, Oh, that's cool. And like people are looking for clues and stuff. Like I, I enjoy that kind of mystery. We already determined that the guy in the mask was not as tall as edge. Now, Edge is a free no. agent as of tomorrow. As of tomorrow, and there's just, I mean, everybody is assuming he was taken off a of WWE and everything this past week, including the intro that they had for SmackDown last night. He used to be on, and he's no longer on. And there, I, I mean, he's not playing WWE. He probably told them well in advance, I'm, I signed a contract, I'm going with them, and then, boom, they take him off of everything because he's a free agent after uh, today. So uh, now the question is, is it Edge? Is that what we're going to get uh, on the pay-per-view, Russell Dream, on uh, Sunday? Uh, you know, and I mean, and, and you know, what's his group? Is it going to, you know, is it going to be Cardona and freaking Myers underneath the masks too, you know? <laughs> I think it's Adam Cole, Roderick Strong, Matt Taven, Michael Bennett. Okay. Yeah. And I wouldn't be surprised with that either. Danger. I wouldn't be surprised. I just don't know how Adam Cole would be walking. Yeah. That's if, if he tore, if he tore up his ankles, as he said, he's going to be out for a very long time. They should have switched him out. Well, yeah. I, well, and I mean, I guess like with part of that too, like, I don't know if they would have to go into explaining everything, but it could it could be somebody else in the suit for well, now. Danger, very well could have been danger four said, different people in the suits. Danger said MJF. He says uh, MJF's going to come out leading. Well, those. if it's if it's MJF, I mean, why would the, uh, the only thing I don't get is why would Bennett and Roddy and Taven be helping take out Jay White when he's taking on MJF? I, there's got to be like more MJF. of a swerve to it. If if that is yeah. the story, then something along the lines of trying to like set somebody else up or something different yeah yeah they there there would have to be more explanation in that but um i don't know i i think i i would have a hard time believing at this point that adam cole is not the one that would be turning heel and you know uh roddy said like adam it's an emergency kind of thing and then like that happened after that um i don't know it's a it's a weird dynamic because like jay white is a heel yeah. right now yeah. technically but yeah. like i mean it's not as clear cut as it used to be with that kind of stuff no but, no he gets cheered um, he gets cheered during his matches if you hear him people who know his new japan work uh, appreciate any of I mean, I, I, that what? it's the stuff he's the been Bullet doing club with... still being a thing but i love that group of four people so yes yeah, it's, it's that group of four people that people are loving 
and, and the Bang yeah, Bang Gang is awesome. The Bang Bang, and 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 it could be another person named Adam underneath the mask. Could you imagine three Adams in one company? Okay, you know, I'm just throwing, you know. He's going to have to come in not as what he was, but who he is. So if that's the case, I don't know. There's a lot. I think it's, I definitely, well, the third if that's one. the case, there's Cole, there's, uh, yeah. there's, uh, Ad, well, the new one, Copeland, Copeland, and Adam and Page. Oh. Uh, Three Adams yeah. in one company. If that's the case, I want nothing but Roddy feuding with Adams forever. <laughs> yeah, you can have the Adams family or, you know, make a group with them or something. Who knows? Adam! You know? <laughs> There was somebody, uh, who was it? I Somebody made a comment this week that like, they'd like to see, uh, like edge come out and be like, I can't be called what you know me as, but you think you know me or whatever, but like, just call me. And then Roddy comes out, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> and that could be like the first, the first match that they set up just for, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I think like they definitely, there's been a lot of twists and turns in this and I, I like it. It's not just like a, I don't like you. We're going to fight um, kind of thing. Like the amount last week where they're just like this Danielson Starks feud is finally coming to a head again, not even a month old of a feud, but this thing that they've built up, there's been so much story with MJF and Cole that like, they're not even at the point yet of turning on each other. Um, so um interested to see where it goes. I, I like that, you know, it's something that, it kind of keeps us guessing and uh, I just wonder how long it'll be until we get an answer as to who was, you know, under the, the devil mask and the associates there and stuff. So yeah, I think Sunday, it's not Vince McMahon. Yeah. I think Sunday we, we will see who it is, you know, I think. And uh, so uh, we will see. Yeah. I mean, you definitely could, because I, like if Cole is that hurt, I got to believe that maybe this could be involved in that. Yeah two-on-one ROH tag title match tomorrow and with MJF losing the belts. Um, I was almost surprised that they didn't go the route of like, oh, I can't uh, defend the belts with you, but my friend Roddy, he said he'll team with you, like whatever, something, then he costs it. Or like, there's so many different ways they could go with that. But I, I wouldn't really want to see MJF retain tomorrow. I don't think that I don't think they need the belts. I don't, especially if it's just one of them. Um, and that kind of buries the opponents a little bit. Um, and what the righteous and yeah. like, I don't know. Um, I just think it's, it's a, it's an opportunity for them to advance this whole storyline too. So maybe we will get a bunch of answers tomorrow. I will say the righteous had a, had a squash match last night on rampage. Uh, and they're they're getting they're getting like put over big time, uh, you know, as a tag man as a tag team. So who knows? But I wouldn't. Yeah, I I mean, I would hope there would be some sort of answers tomorrow. And I think you know who knows. I, I always thought that the tag titles, uh, the way that MJF and uh, and Adam were holding them, Page there, uh, that that was when they finally lost them. That was going to start the split because it would, you know, be they could blame each other or whatever, and then you could go on from there. But nowadays, yeah. it, makes, it makes no sense if if he, if uh, Cole's going to be out for a long time, you might as well just get those belts off of him. You could do it again. WWE is really was good at doing things that they wanted to do, even if it was nine months later. They would re- revisit the uh, you know storylines like they've done. So who knows? Who knows? I what, like what they're doing with all of it. I, I guess like maybe one thing in all of this is. You know, MJF's probably going to have to transition to other 
feuds in the meantime, including Jay White. Yeah. Um, and maybe others can, you know, unsuccessfully try to take the belt and stuff like that. But uh, I guess if we get to the point where, you know, if Cole was not hurt, would they be retaining tomorrow? Maybe, maybe not. We, we, we might never know that, but I kind of at least like that maybe this means that the ROH tag titles will be kind of out of the picture and story for now. And we can start to think about the AEW world championship that has taken such a backseat. And yeah. like, there's another pay-per-view tomorrow where it's not being defended. And um, I don't know. I just not like, I, I get it for this. I wouldn't want that to be too frequent of a thing. Um, no, no. And it like may, that, but... that still needs to be mentioned and, and focused on as well. Yeah, but it makes sense that we're we're getting a you know we're getting a a a, a fantasy matchup you know with uh, Brian Danielson and Zack Saber Jr., which will probably be the main event I'm guessing of the show, and I think that I, I would think, think so. they said I think Brian said he doesn't doesn't want it to be really because I I'm assuming that he would... said he doesn't want it to be, and Darby said something about finally getting the main event of pay per view this week. So there was talk that maybe Darby and and Christian will be the main event. You know, and by the way, we didn't even bring that up, uh, but C- Christian takes the belt finally in a three-way we got last what week. What do you mean? He's had it He's had it for months. No, but he is the official quote-unquote champion now, and uh, um, which I thought eventually with the way that he, him and uh, Luchasaurus were like hanging that that would create a split with them, but it's, he seemed to tie it over pretty quick after the match when Luchasaurus was kind of questioning getting pinned by him. Uh but you know, I, I thought that was. Uh, I think I, I kind of love what Christian's doing. Don't I think it's one of my favorite things going on right now, just because. But I liked it when he wasn't the champ, but he was wearing the champ's belt and stuff. I mean, you know, we may, I'm guessing maybe he'll lose it. He definitely will lose it here because that uh, because, you know, he's been claiming to be the champ for so long and now finally wins it. You know, does does he have a clause in his contract? He can only have feuds with people who have dead family members. Uh, i i hope he retains um i don't know i like darby's already done the like winning the title in the hometown thing and um i mean i don't really want darby to get that belt back anyway to be perfectly honest but um you know i'd I'd rather see christian find shenanigans to retain and and then you know the basically i think the only way I think the only way you make that match the main event is if you do have the Adam Copeland edge Sexton Hardcastle, whatever, like appearance after that. Cause I think so many people are now starting to expect that, that if that's in the main spot and you don't give them that, you just have like, Oh, here's the end of the pay-per-view. Oh, Bye. It would make sense. He kind of comes out after Christian defends and then he like knocks him out or something and then gets it on the mic and, says uh, and you know people of course will be chanting for his name over and over because they love edge and no uh, it's definitely a possibility i mean what i would rather see is the shenanigans said shenanigans for christian to retain involve a uh help from edge in a keel manner problem is the crowd will be so excited to see him that you know how do you pull that off but i would i would like to see bad guy edge um Oh yeah, well if you're going to debut in a new company, well that's tough. I mean, it's, it's tough. very tough. It's I, tough for I don't him. Know if they could pull it off. Yeah, yeah, it's tough for him because he's so loved, you know. And it's like even when he was trying to do the bad guy in WWE on Raw when he was part of the, whatever the uh, 
you know, uh, Damian Priest group, whatever, you know, he, I just, I, you know, it's like people wanted to cheer him still the whole time. So I think it's one of the reasons they got him out of it because they wanted to make a true heel faction. So, uh, but well, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. It's, it makes it, uh, you know, exciting. This Is this the very first Russell Dream pay-per-view? Yeah. Yeah. So this is like, and, and, you know, Tony Khan has been speaking lately about uh, doing 12 pay-per-views a year and talking about possibly moving them to max as, you know, as a, uh, which would, I wouldn't have a problem with. It's kind of like WWE on Peacock. It would be an incentive for people to come to max to watch wrestling. He's got a great relationship with, uh, with uh, Warner brothers there that run, that own the max. Um, I'm hoping that happens soon because then I, we won't have to pay, for, you know, $59 for a pay-per-view, you know, uh, but but that, you know, and that, that, that's all right now speculation, but it's, but you know, well, and that's the thing too, is like when you look at the pay-per-view schedule now adding this in, um, you add it all in, in, which is now apparently an annual thing. Um, they're already, if you include the ROH pay-per-views, you're almost at that number already at this point, which is a lot different than it used to be. But if you're running three ROH pay-per-views a year, at least then you're what at 10 now. I mean, they don't have to add too much more at this point. Um, but yeah, I, I think Max would be a a huge thing. And it, it seems like from what Tony has said, like he wants that to happen and they just hadn't or haven't been able to figure it out maybe until now. Um, I mean, obviously the big thing looming is just saying that like a new era for the company starts tomorrow. And what else could that mean? Um I think that's one of those things where you got to be really careful with your wording and expectations that you build up. So <laughs> Tony's terrible be, with that. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, I think he has tried to be better with that. Yeah. And so I want to believe that this time, like tomorrow could be one of those big splash things. Tomorrow could be a day where, you know, maybe we don't get edge or maybe we do get edge and uh, Mercedes Monet. Oh, like, how about Dolph Ziggler? I mean, I know that he's I don't, He's probably got uh, no compete. I assume he can't do that yet. Oh, yeah, okay. but I, don't, I don't think he could do that yet. But I sure hope it happens soon. Yeah, I was gonna say, who else could it be that'd be the surprise? It's gonna be oh, somebody. The, the, the rumor that was hitting mid week was absolutely insane. Was that Tony bought New Japan because someone faked an acquisition form, and everybody believed it was true. Yeah, it, but, it would make no sense whatsoever for him. I mean, granted. He seems to be the type of person that's like, oh, I can handle that too. Like, let's let's get that. Let's get that. But delegating responsibilities and stuff, it makes no sense. Plus, like, New Japan announced the deal this week with, like, CMLL and uh, MLW. And, like, I don't think that you're going to see, like, a big arrangement like that announced if a sale is happening days later or whatever. Like, it just, the timing just doesn't seem to add up there. So... Um, I, and I, I, there's no reason for him to buy it. I think it would be a bad thing if he bought it. Um, you know, he created this company to be an alternative from kind of like the only products going on around here. And I don't think he needs to own any additional wrestling companies at this point. Uh, you know, um, if anything, he probably already owns one too many. Well, this past week, uh, WWE, announced they had a, a new a, a agreement with a new media from Japan and that, and they strictly work with all Japan in Japan. So they're saying that there's a possibility that WWE 
could cross over with All Japan. Uh, I think it's called All Japan uh, organization in Japan. I thought it was Noah. Was it Noah? Maybe it was Noah. I'm sorry. Yeah. It, but you know, I mean, there's not. And there's some names. You know, obviously between New, All J- New Japan and and Noah, they they guys go back and forth in Japan as well. Uh, between those two companies, but uh, so, but I think sometimes when they make an announcement, then maybe people want to fake it. So Tony Khan's making fake announcements, you know, because it's like, well, they have to one up WWE. I didn't even know New Japan was for sale. I knew it was been for sale in the past because I know WWE looked at it like about ten years ago. So uh, at least, I mean, certainly there. The, I guess you know, like what I'm saying in terms yeah. of reasons not to buy it. Like the the one thing that he would love is the tape library um you know to include that with what they could offer to max uh but i just don't see it happening yeah so yeah who knows i mean that that uh, so this pay-per-view we'll go through this in a little bit but this pay-per-view you know i mean maybe there are some new beginnings maybe they can make the announcement about uh you know wbd warner brothers uh uh I mean, their, their contract's up next year, so it wouldn't happen for a while. Kind of like SmackDown moving to USA. That's not going to be until, uh, I can't remember when they said it was, like uh, in, in August. October next year. October next year. So, uh, which it's really interesting is they put ran a promo for a new, um, for a special that they're having on Fox coming up, uh, top 25 mo- moments in the history of the WWE. So it looks like a... Uh, it looks like uh, Fox is trying to get in these uh, specials that WWE uh, committed to that they've never done yet. Uh, but, uh, you know, it, I'm sure it's something we'll see on FS1, too, about a million times. But, uh, yeah, no, there's a, there's a lot. You know, this is exciting. This is this – is, so th- if you aren't intrigued enough to buy re- this pay-per-view by now, I think, you know, it's like, uh, why not, you know? It's a uh, it's exciting. And- I mean, if you're a if you're a wrestling fan, I take everything we've been talking about out of the equation. This card is <laughs> yeah. stacked. Yeah. I love this card, so that alone would make me want to watch this pay per view more than most other pay per views. Yeah. So why don't we just go through it while we've talked so much about it already? Uh, if you if you're gonna watch the zero <laughs> the zero hour pre show. You're going to get uh, the trios match between the acclaimed and Billy Gunn. They're taking on uh, 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 Bad Dude Tito and Mikey Nichols and Shane Haste. Uh, TMDK. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, they, uh, and also we get Luchasaurus versus Nick Wayne. Those are on the zero hours. And uh, I've, every zero hour they put on, they have some great matches. So it's you definitely don't want to miss that. But... Just the matches. I love that RJ City uh, tweeted a graphic about like him and Renee hosting the zero hour as normal, but the way the graphic is set up, it looked like they were wrestling each other. <laughs> I wish that was the case. That would be fun. Uh, so, no. but you know, this is a yeah a stat card. I mean, every, I think every title is on the line. It looks like every title is on the line, we, except for well, not the, the world a, title, except for the world <laughs> yeah. heavyweight, except for the world heavyweight title. But we got the you know women's titles not either. So. But there's the so many biggest titles. There's, on her, but, there, yeah. there's so many titles in this company, anyway. So, but you're gonna start off with Wheeler Yuta and Ricky uh, Starks. Wheeler Yuta kind of trying to get revenge uh, and taking on. And I'm sure that'll be a barn burner. And then you got Hangman Page. And, Starks better win that match. Yeah. Uh, that's all I'm saying. Like all things considered, with what they've been doing yeah. with him, like you, he can't lose that match. Yeah. Definitely, and that, it should be a, it should be a good one. 
And then we got Swerve versus Hangman. That ought to be pretty good, too. I mean, uh, they've been building that up for a while, you know. It's like uh, they uh, – and, uh, you know, it's taking Hangman out of the trios deal and putting him back in one-on-one. We'll see what that goes. He's been pretty much sticking with his buds, you know, for a while. Now. I mean, that matches the way they – I they got the main event spot for a contract signing, which – I mean, granted that, like I said, that card on Wednesday was really weak, um, but they're definitely trying to push it and Swerve is getting over. And I, I continue to say like his wrestling ability on its own is so good that like this is a match as well where I I understand like you want to reinvigorate Hangman and all this stuff. Like a lot of that stuff that they said storyline wise is is a shoot really um in terms of of hangman and stuff but please give swerve the win here yeah yeah and and swerve he, he did the, the big heel move on wednesday too he stopped nana from dancing i know what's he's stopping nana was, like no 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 i if there was ever a moment that i loved and hated at the same time it was that yeah because yep. the crowd was cheering for nana to dance and uh and swerve Swerve's intro started as it was about to start, and he's like, "Nope, nope." Not. Reminds me of uh, Dynamite and Buffalo when uh, the acclaimed were stopped as soon as Caster was about to do his rap. Oh, but yeah, this yeah. was—I mean, this is like peak of popularity of the Nana dance that people were not happy. Yeah, you, we. I will, was not happy. I'm guessing we will get the Nana dance on the pay per view. We will see, I guess. Yeah. I'm guessing we're going to get at my wedding with Cashman. So, oh, yeah, no, only if you guys play the twist, okay, from uh, Chubby Checker. I'll do the Nana dance. Okay. Uh, so then we got uh, the, the, I kind of like how this has been going to the Kenny Omega, Chris Jericho, uh, Kota Bushi versus Takashita Guevara and Osprey, which, uh, uh, I, I, you know, the whole Kenny Omega, Chris Jericho, friend, frenemies, you know, or, you know, trying, trying to sell it on that right there. And, uh, you know, when Kenny Omega comes out to save Jericho and Jericho doesn't need saving from him, you know, uh, I don't know. I mean, I like, I like, you know, I like Jericho being one solo, not having you know, the whole entourage every time he comes out. Uh, and you know, it's about time you, you know, you know, he doesn't, I don't know. I think, Every time he has a group, it's just because he knows he's going to be taking a lot of time off. So when they come out, they don't need him all the time. I don't know. What do you guys think about that match? Uh, you know, this whole buildup with Omega and Jericho, uh, you know, uh, especially because then they wrestle in New Japan and it was that's where Jericho pulled and did the Kabuki mask or whatever. And it was, it was, he pulled it and off. They've got a ton of history. Yeah. I mean, like uh, one of them mentioned the other day, I mean, that was kind of, almost what AEW was built off was yeah, yeah was their match and everything so um i think the match i mean this is easily a match of the night contender uh without question um again it's a chance for kota ibushi to finally make an impression in an AEW ring because i don't think he's done so yet um which is disappointing um i still wish we had gotten osprey and Guevara against each other before they we're united on in the same family, but um, this match to me is, I mean, from a wrestling standpoint, maybe the one I'm looking forward to the most. Uh, and I will say like, I will always continue to campaign that I don't want to see people. I don't want to see pay-per-view match related matches on like the go home TV shows and stuff, but tonight on collision, they can, 
like Jericho and Omega are teaming tonight and that can kind of help like with this story a little bit. So I'm okay with it tonight. Yeah. And of course we'll get Don Callis in there too. So, uh, so next up on the list, uh, Danielson and Zach Sabre jr. And, uh, wasn't that supposed to happen at all in originally? I'm trying to remember. Was it? Yep. Yes. Yep. So, and Danielson, of course, breaking his arm, uh, at the, uh, when worlds collide or whatever, it was, uh, uh, it was. Uh, well, I so, think Danielson and Saber Junior was originally supposed to happen at the first Forbidden Door. That's too. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's why I meant Forbidden like, Door. But another yeah. time that Danielson was hurt. Um, yeah, I mean this. It's tough with so many championships and stipulations and everything for a singles match to be the main event of the show, but this should that should be the main event. Yeah. Uh, then we get. Uh, a series of matches with multiple players in them. Uh, the first one being the AEW World Tag Team Champion number one contenders match with the Bucks versus the Guns versus the Lucha Brothers versus Orange Cassidy and Hook. So you got a four-way going on, which, you know, the eight wrestlers involved as well as their managers and whatnot. Uh, so uh, that gets, you know, that, and it's a number one contenders match, of course, because FTR is the champ and they're taking on Aussie Open. Uh, which could change. I don't know. I mean, Aussie Open seems to be getting pushed now pretty heavily after, you know, coming in originally and dropping. They had the Ring of Honor tag titles, right? And then they... Uh... They dropped them to MJF and Cole. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, um, I, I'm I a big fan of Aussie Open. So um, the, the number one contender match, I don't know. To me, this seems like it's just like, all right, let's squeeze all these people onto the show. Uh, so they can battle to become number one contenders, even though like last week we gave a title shot to the workhorsemen yeah. and all, like, it's like, does it really, are we going to pretend like number one contender matches really are that big of a deal when the amount of the absurd amount of open challenges and stuff taking place with all these titles these days. Um, but I mean, the match should be good. I hope the guns win. Um, I I can't stand seeing Alex on my screen all the time. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it'll be a good match, but it, it seems kind of random for all things considered. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I just got distracted because I got the Ryder cup on in the background and someone just drove the ball into the crowd. <laughs> and looked like it hit off some dude's head. Uh, <laughs> excuse me. And then we're losing terribly in the Ryder cup, by the way. But, uh, Next up, two out of three falls, Christian Cage, Darby Allen, and we've talked a little bit about that already. That ought to be a fun match. Two out of three. If this is the main event, who knows? Maybe, you know, we'll have a surprise at the end of the match to help maybe with the third fall of the two out of three. I don't know. I mean, I'm excited. Darby Allen always puts on a great match. Christian Cage really not wrestled too much in the last year or so, but when he does, it's it's money. So, you know. Uh Danger, you have any thoughts on that match? You know, it's like uh it should be a solid match. Uh well, it's two out of three falls, right? Yep. Yeah, it's, it'll it'll probably follow the typical, you know, Darby loses, wins the match, and you know, comes down to the end or whatever. It should be a it should be a fun match to watch. Christian has been fire lately. He's been, been probably the best thing consistently, other than the Nana dance that uh that's been on. So I'm, you know, it'll be a fun match. I don't think it's going to be anything special, but it'll, it'll be a good match. Yeah. Rob? 
Yeah, I, I mean, I think it'll be good. I hope it doesn't go too long. Um, I think, you know, it should be, from a wrestling perspective, it should be good. I, I don't know if it needs two out of three falls. I mean, obviously, there's been a feud there for a while. Um, but uh, I hope there's not a title change. Uh, I hope we get a surprise with it. Um, like I said, I, I hope there's... I hope there's a way to kind of get through three falls in a fairly quick manner, but um, I don't know. It, like, it, it'll be good. Um, it's not the main thing I'm looking forward to on the show by any means, but um, I will agree that Christian's certainly been on his game. No doubt about it. Yeah. So up next is probably one you're waiting for. It'd be since we had the TNT championship defended, we've got the TBS championship defended with uh, Chris Stratlander taking on Julia Hart, which uh, Julia Hart, um, is getting, I think, a heavy push for Julia Hart now, sort of. I mean, a lot of, you know. I think she's wrestling again tonight. She's been wrestling, like, yeah. every show recently. She gets an so almost at, like, Moxley, Orange Cassidy schedule. Yeah, yeah, and she's getting I, extravagant they, walkout music and everything, you know, the whole. I, I think they they have come across the fact that she's actually gaining viewers when she's on TV. So it's like Orange was first you put on every start of the show. She's a ratings draw and they weren't expecting it. So they're exploiting it. She's gorgeous. So and I, I kind of wish they would stop doing the like, Oh, this person's hot. So we're going to, they're getting hot storyline wise, reaction wise or whatever, not saying they're physically hot. Um, like if she is though, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, I think like it's, it's like they got something good going, so now they have to shove it down people's throats. I guess is the way I feel like in so many of these situations. Like, okay, Julia's like got momentum and all this stuff, but like you don't need to have her wrestle more than once a week. Like, let it kind of space out and be a good thing for a while. Um, that said, I don't Statlander, I'm a big, big fan of Statlander as well. Um I don't feel like what they've done with her has made her title reign seem anything special. There hasn't really been much in terms of storylines or promos or it's just been kind of random matches, which seems to be the theme with that belt um, that I wouldn't be shocked to see a title change here. Um, but I would prefer they hold off it on a little bit like, that Even would if Julia that, wins it in a month yeah. or something like yeah. build it up a little more. That would be hot shotting it too much. I think, you know, especially, you know, you know, make it at least competitive. It looks like she deserves to be in the ring with each other. Cause I mean, you know, Statlander's the old pro compared to Julia Hart, you know, um, oh, then the way they've built up Julia, I mean, if uh Statlander can pull off the win tomorrow, they can do it in a manner that helps Statlander like look even stronger uh, you know, have it be like a marquee win for her in this reign and stuff to retain. Um, like don't make it an easy defense or anything like that. That can help both of them. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's Julia's time just yet. But she's certainly been doing good work. She's, I mean, she's one of the people that we talk about improvement over the last two or three years. I mean, she's certainly one of those at the top of the list. Oh yeah, yeah, without a doubt, and. uh and, and she's she's not too bad on the eyes either. So we go to the next match. Uh, it uh, Ring of Honor World Tag Champs uh, MJF versus the Righteous. Uh, one one versus two. Uh, you know, I don't know where it's. I'm. I mean, it would seem. I I mean, we've seen one beat two all the time everywhere. 
Uh, will we see that? I don't know. I mean, uh, did, you know, is, is that, that is that how they get the belts off them? Is do it with this? I mean, it, it'd have to be a screw job to get the belt off of MJF the to get the uh, you know the tag belt off of them. So I don't know. I don't I think know. he retains it for now. Um, I mean, a one-on-two situation. There's there's one easy way to take out two opponents by yourself, and that's a kangaroo kick. So <laughs> get, get the ring on, you know, pow, you know, mm. you got to use that battle um, bowl ring, you know. Yeah. 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 Uh, I don't know. I mean, hopefully this, I I like the guys in this match, but I I don't, I'm not really, this isn't what I'm excited about, but hopefully they, they find a way to make this interesting or we get, or we get more with everything else with Cole and stuff too. So, well, uh, I'm guessing, I don't know. I mean, how much like talking about like where the storyline is going to go and stuff, like how much is Cole going to be traveling if he's getting that surgery and all that kind of stuff? Like, I mean, they can do more pre-tape things and whatever, like, satellite interviews whatever but i don't know if they're gonna have him like every week appearing on a boat with a, a wild <laughs> big show in the water and all that kind of captain stuff. insano but, man it was cat and they were all yeah. drinking i love how they all drank at the same time you know they uh uh <laughs> That, I yeah. just love the the choice of the like the like duck floaty thing and so, like it was just uh, it was good. What about uh, when uh, MJF was going to get the 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 ring when he was questioning, you know, Adam Cole? He goes, "Well, you went to help Roddy when I was out wrestling," and he's like, he's starting to get the ring. He goes, "You're not getting that ring to punch me, are you?" And it's like. You didn't just bring me out here to hit me with a ring and throw me overboard, did you? <laughs> yeah. Um, and he never brought him the beer back in that situation, though. He's like, oh, let me grab you one or yeah. whatever. And then, like, he didn't grab him one. <laughs> Come on. I he got one later. I don't know. I think the line afterwards, that didn't work out well so for me last time, was was great. It was a great throwaway line. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, they they have some fun things, like when they did the thing last week or at Grand Slam when MJF went up to the little kid and – Told him he was adopted. <laughs> I don't know. It made me laugh. That was very WWE uh, backstage bits, you know. Uh, where I, I mean, it's probably <laughs> that that commercial with Bret Hart back in the day. I mean, we probably saw that where he turned around a million yeah. times. Yeah, 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 yeah. Stuff, yeah. Oh yeah, Brett. Brett. Yeah. That's exactly what it was. It was a takeoff. Go get him, champ. Yeah. And that goes back to even like the uh, Mean Joe Green and the Pittsburgh Steelers with a a towel, you know, know, Mean Joe, you can have it really. Okay, so uh, going on, we got two more matches left. We got the Ring of Honor uh, and uh, Ring of Honor World and New Japan Pro Strong Openweight Champion match, Eddie Kingston versus Shibata. And uh, that, uh, uh, you know, it looks like they're never going to split these companies' belts from people, you know. Uh, so who knows? I mean, Eddie Kingston does defend the title last Wednesday, and uh, it was it was fun. It was fun to do that, you know. He sold like a champ, uh, Eddie did, uh, but it was a short match though for being on TV and whatnot. Um, but you know, that ought to be a fun match. I definitely, I'm, I'm liking Eddie Kingston more and more as I see him. I've, he reminds, and I hate to say this, and I mean, I told Mad Dog this. He reminds me of Mad Dog. You know the way Mad Dog talks. You know, like a, you know, like the tough, you know, alley, you know, back alley guy who knows he's smart about everything. You know, and I told him, I said, just this guy reminds me of you, like same personality. You know, so. Uh, but what do you guys think about this match? I wish it was not for both of Kingston's belts and not Shibata's belt. 
make it for just one of Kingston's belts or make it for all three so that there's a little bit of intrigue as to who's going to win. Cause I think it's on paper, the most obvious results of the night. Um, but um, no, I think it should be a, it should be a fun match for sure. Uh, still very happy for Kingston that he's finally getting this run. Um, I don't know. It's weird to me that like the timing of him, I kind of almost wish he hadn't gotten the new Japan open weight belt when he did. Um, so it would have made the ROH win seem a little bit bigger. And now it's kind of like they're both lost in the shuffle kind of thing. But, yeah, no, yeah, I agree. Um, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Especially, but, especially I mean, getting, the match itself should be great. Especially getting the win over Claudio, you know. I mean, that was that was more important, I think, than anything we've seen him do because of the way they he's been building up his rivalry with Claudio for like over a year, maybe two years. You know, every time he mentioned his name, you know, he would like, you know, get a grimace. 20 years, yeah. 20, he'd get, I mean, get a grimace on us. I like, though, that it came out this past week that he's not doing independence anymore. You know, he's like, uh, I mean, I don't know if I like that or not, but he's not doing independence anymore. So, I, Yeah, I mean, I think it's a smart decision. I don't blame him at all in that stuff. Um, the The last-minute access, or the last-minute, like, bailing on existing bookings including shows where you're the you're the name or the show is named after you or stuff like that that's not a great look um i don't blame him at all for the decision but i i wish he would have either honored i wish it would have been a situation where he would have honored what he already had booked or um it had been planned more in advance or something i don't know it's just it's not a good look to me on some of that i still i i love kingston but i just yeah that's that's been that's put some places like defy in a really tough situation where it's like basically like day of like i didn't yeah he's a gcw guy too right uh eddie king no okay so no but i mean he's had a lot of shows uh in the past six months that and more than that, where at the last minute he's no longer on. Um, there was a show in the UK, um, AIW, Defy, a lot of this stuff where he doesn't really, I don't know, he doesn't owe these places anything at this point. He doesn't like he doesn't need to take these bookings anymore. So I'm fine with that. But it just when you've got like a I forget what the one show is, it was literally called like King's something, and he was like mm. the only guy on the poster and whatever, and then like that morning or the day before whatever it's like ah, i'm not coming anymore like uh that's that's not great no and i'm sure it's dictated by his aew contract too i'm sure you know i mean they always have last say on everything remember impact used to do that all the time they're like okay these guys can't work anymore you know and it was like after they had already booked events and everything so but i mean there's all yeah there's usually been some kind of like you know, keep honoring, like even Vince would have people honor their bookings before coming in and stuff. And so I get it. I mean, I like that AEW allows people to go out and work other places. I don't want to see that change. Um, I also feel like it's okay for AEW to put their foot down and make sure that their contracted talent has AEW as their top priority. Uh, Obviously adding in collision live on the weekends has really destroyed a lot of the, ability to book AEW names for indie shows and just in general like i mean uh whether that's attendance whether that's venues people you can book like it's it's made a big difference with the indies and not 
entirely positive. But again, I don't think Tony should worry about that kind of stuff. But I, I do think there's something about honoring your existing bookings if you can. Yeah. Oh, no, so, I agree. I or remember, at least giving enough notice for somebody to figure it out and get an alternate plan. I remember when Vince fired Eddie Guerrero and then Eddie book got long term, you know, like a three show booking with Ring of Honor. And then he hired him back and he let him do the book Ring of Honor shows still after that. That's that's an example. You know, I, I, there's probably more to the story. Danielson working to CW in 2010 yeah. after he had the temporary firing from choking out Justin Roberts with the necktie. Yes. Yeah. The infamous necktie choke out, uh, which they Danielson coming in and have a great match with Jay Freddie in Watertown that was allowed to be honored. Cool. Yeah. Stuff like, you know, and I mean, and Danielson, I remember when he, he, he booked a bunch of things when he got fired, he, he booked, he had a bunch of shows he booked and then what, two months later they brought him back. So, because they, people, I think that they didn't realize that he was over with everybody. That's what that was the beginning of him getting over with everybody. Everyone knew his name. If you're a wrestling fan, you knew who Brian Danielson was before he went to WWE. Uh, you know, I mean, we had him on the show before he went to WWE. I mean, oh man, just hold out uh, the bunker. Nice. Sorry. Uh, so, uh, uh, there's, you know, I mean, that, that's, you know, uh, yeah. So I, we don't want, we don't want to get, speculate on Eddie Kingston. I'm sure that there's more factors to what the reason he's not doing independence anymore too, but, uh, but we got one more match on the, on the show and that would be the, uh, FTR versus, uh, the Aussie, Aussie open. And, uh, uh, you know, I wouldn't have a problem if Aussie open won it. They've been giving him a lot of time, uh, on TV, you know, a backstage, you know, uh, promos and stuff so uh it'll be it'll be, definitely be a great match i you know will be better than uh the young bucks i don't know i couldn't i couldn't say that that last young bucks match they had was just gangbusters well what do you think about aussie open and ftr rob uh easily a match of the night contender possibility it might be the main um, event too we might not know maybe it, i'm wrong it definitely you know? could be yeah. i i think a lot of that depends on if they set it up more tonight, I mean, I know they've got like that eight man tag tonight and stuff, but um, I don't think it'll be the main event, but it certainly could be. I would like to see a title change, um, but I am definitely looking forward to to these teams going at it. Yeah, Danger, you have any thoughts on that? Should be a great match. I, I love FTR. Aussie Open's very good. And I, I think if they let him give him some time and let him go out, which they normally do on the pay-per-views, it'll be, it'll probably steal the show. Yeah, without a doubt. So I'm going to do some news. We do have uh, NXT's No Mercy tonight. I think it's five matches. Uh, no, wait, it's way uh, more. The, Sorry. The preview video they did for that is ripped off straight up the video game, and it's awesome. Is it really? Oh, I got it. Yeah. yeah. So we've got uh, – that's going out. I'll go through these pretty quick because, uh, you know, it's 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 what – once again, it's an event on Peacock tonight. It'll be going head-to-head with collision collision is live tonight too, I believe. So, uh, and I have the, the yep. lineup for collision, but really, uh, they ended last week's NXT show with Braun breaker, pretty much killing Baron Corbin and destroying a car, you know, or <clears throat> in the process. I wonder if that had to CM punks issue had anything to do when they were beaten up on that car and stuff and NXT, uh, uh, when, uh, was that, that's how it ended, right? With Braun breaker beating up, uh, Baron Corbin, smashing, 
He put him through uh, Shawn Michaels' wall. That's what into, the wall into Shawn Michaels' office. That was hilarious, by the way, because it's like obviously they they set up these cardboard walls between built rooms, and they went through, and Shawn Michaels is sitting at a desk, and they're fighting in front of him, and he immediately jumps up. I thought that was pretty. That was pretty funny, but that was violent, though. Violent. I mean, obviously, Braun Breaker's now becoming the violent guy, you know, after he crushed uh, the dude's head uh, a couple weeks ago. So. Um, but this is going on tonight. You got uh, main event: Carmelo Hayes versus Dragonoff, and Dragonoff, both incredible wrestlers. It will it will tear the house down. I can guarantee it. Uh, Becky Lynch is going to be on the pay per view. She's uh, taking on Tiffany Stratton uh, in Extreme Rules match for the NXT Women's Champ. Uh, Tiffany Stratton, one of my new favorite wrestlers. I mean, absolutely gorgeous, and uh, you know, and. Uh, it was no mistake to put the belt on her. I think she she's definitely good. She's she's great in the part she's playing. Dominic Mysterio versus Trick Williams for the NXT North American Championship. Maybe it finally comes back to NXT and get it off Dominic because Trick Williams is an incredible wrestler too. He may have been seconding Carmelo Hayes for all those times, but man, when he goes out there, he he's t- he's incredible. So you definitely don't want to miss that. You got Tony D'Angelo and Stax. Uh, versus uh, Bronco Nima, Lucian Price versus Julius Creed and Brutus Creed versus Angel Garza, Humberto Carrillo in a four way uh, for once again another four way for tag titles. Uh, that that'll be a lot of fun. I like actually. I can't. I'm really surprised that D'Angelo is like a face now. That people are accepting them as a fa- you know the Italian mobster faces in the group. You know. It's the jail time he had, man. It was. He spent that whole day with uh, Dom, and uh, he's sending him messages when he meets him in the back. Uh, Noam Dar versus Butch for the NXT Heritage Cup. I, I don't even know the rules for the Heritage Cup, but uh, it's different. It's than got re- rounds. It's got rounds. It's got. It's different than regular wrestling, and you win a cup. And uh, I think they kick off with Blair Davenport versus Kalani Jordan. So that's that's it going on tonight. It's from the Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington. Oh no, that's AEW's tomorrow. This one's in <laughs> this one's in Bakersfield, California, at the Mechanics Bank Arena. So if you're if got if you're not watching Collision and you want, and you're you're on Peacock, you can definitely watch that tonight. Uh, it ought to be a lot of fun. But let's go through some of uh, the news before we get out of here because it's after eleven tonight. If you're watching Collision, Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho versus the Gates of Agony. Uh, uh, Liana and Khan versus uh, Omega and Jericho, and uh, they, you know, like like the artist said earlier, it's probably a good setup for what's going to happen the next day. Got Danielson, Yuta, and Harwood and Cash versus Ricky Starks, Big Bill, Kyle Fletcher, and Mark Davis. Uh, a little four on four going on. Uh, El, uh, Andrade El Idolo versus Juice Robinson, and best friends Trent Beretta and Chuck Taylor versus Matt Taven and Mike Bennett. Julia Hart's in action, and uh, that's that's going on as well from Seattle, Washington, the Climate Pledge Arena, where the pay-per-view is going on the next day. A um, little preview for Raw this week. If you're going to watch Raw Monday night, it says uh, you're going to see the Intercontinental Champion contract signing between Gunther and uh, Ciampa, and then we have an NXT Women's Championship, Becky Lynch or Tiffany Stratton versus Tegan Knox. Now Tegan Knox is really inserted. After that injury, isn't that what happened to Tegan Knox? She got called up and then got hurt. <coughs> I'm pretty sure. No, she got called up and got hurt and got released. They brought her back yeah. and they haven't done anything with her. And then she was supposed to get the first NXT title match and a change was made to Natalia. Okay. And now, now that got out, so they're working Tegan back in. 
So Tegan Knox, but Tegan Knox got a half hefty push on last Monday Night Raw. Uh, we got uh, Jay Uso versus Damian Priest. They're trying to make Jay Uso the main good guy of Raw. I'm not so sold on that. Uh, but uh, you know, because a lot of people, like for instance, Drew McIntyre, remembers when Jay Uso was bad to him. You know, and and, the, the, and he's and Jay Uso's got to get retribution. Or he's got to, you know, do some sort of retribution to get the good guys back in his, you know, back on his side. So I, I think that's what they're working with the storylines. I don't know if the Usos really are main event guys or not. You know, I mean, if you saw SmackDown last night, you saw Jimmy come out and pretend he was like the uh, he was the head of the table. Paul Heyman kind of set him straight on that pretty quick, saying that yeah, Roman Reigns is going to be back soon. So, uh, but uh, Jay Uso, I don't know. Do you guys feel Jay Uso could be like a, a, a main guy on on Raw? Uh, you know, main good guy. I think Cody's the main good guy, but I think Jay Uso is going to be right up there as the next tier, and I think that's why they split him off. That's that came out during the week that one of the goals of the bloodline was to elevate Jay Uso to a main event level. So we'll see. We'll see what they how it ends up going on. But I mean, Drew's turning heel, so that's that's going to clear that path. And I think Kevin Owens is going to end up being the one that gets traded to. SmackDown because they they mentioned that again this yeah, week. Yeah, they did bring that up again on Monday Night Raw. So, Rob, you think Jay Uso's got main event uh, looks and everything charisma? Uh, I do. Do I think that the fans will? I don't like treat him like that. I don't know. Um, I think I don't know. They're they're such they're arguably the best tag team in the history of that company at this point the Usos together and I think them going singles all people really want is them against each other um which I mean Wrestlemania is still many months away but I I don't know if people will buy him as being like a top singles guy yeah I it's we'll I guess we'll see because they're gonna try and then you remember when they tried to push Roman Reigns down our throat how long that took so hopefully it doesn't take that long but uh some other news. I'm going to skip the uh, the rating stuff. Sammy Callahan's contract with Impact Wrestling ended yesterday or today, and he will be a free agent after today. Sammy Callahan uh, did wrestle for NXT. I can't remember his name. Grumbly? No. What was it? Solemn I'm, Crow. Solemn Crow. That's yeah. It. Yeah, it was Crow. Uh, I don't. Is he the kind of guy that they would want back, or is he like you know? I mean, he's, he's more than welcome back at Impact. I heard, but. Uh, Tri- Triple H supposedly is hot on getting him back to WWE. Seriously. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, I, he's not your atypical looking WWE wrestler. That's for sure. But uh, he is good at, uh, he's good at big you, matches. I'll put it this way. You can tell the weeks that Vince has a hand in changing things and who's on the show. And you can tell when Triple H is definitely in charge. Yeah. And by the way, and this week, this week was a Triple H week. Yeah, more and more, uh, you're, we're getting you're getting the idea of when Vince McMahon is coming in and changing things, and people are kind of expressing that nowadays. How much he really has since since he has been rehired. Well, supposedly, he's on his way out as well. Again, with their their SEC filings, he's he's made, they made it so he doesn't have to wait a period of time to sell his shares, and they said he's going to be a selling a, a selling shareholder uh, in the near future. Yeah, well, good, because there's a lot of people that still, you know, he's still being investigated, and now I guess it's a uh, criminal investigation now that he's going through. 
which, you know, when it involves millions of dollars, you know, on hiding that stuff, it sure does become criminal pretty quick, you know? Uh, so we'll see. Millions we'll, of dollars, millions mil- of dollars, millions of dollars. Uh, if you're a fan of the uh, stars program heels, well, heels is done after season two, which just came out this past week, or I mean this past month, the wrestling based series that starred Stephen Amell, who is Cody Rhodes buddy and featured CM Punk and AJ Mendez has been canceled by stars after two seasons. This comes just hours after and this has happened right after the WGA ended their strike, which happened this past week. Cause thank goodness that strike ended or we're never going to get any movies ever again. So, um, well, now, the actor strike's still going. So yeah, the actor, that will end pretty quick because once the writers are okay, then they'll the actors, they'll, they'll figure that out. But I heard that, uh, Amel, Stephen Amel said that the show may not be done. It may be picked up by somebody else. So if it's on vice TV, you might get heels on vice, you know, the dark side of heels or something like that, you know, uh, you know, just throwing that out there. Uh, um, Fox is, like I mentioned earlier, Fox will be airing its WWE special next month. It's called the Top 25 Moments in WWE SmackDown History. It's going to be on Sunday, October 8th. Uh, It'll be the first WWE special Fox has run in quite a while. The special will be syndicated across Fox in different markets, so you'll see it at all different times. You'll cut, you'll turn on, you'll turn on, uh, when football season ends, you'll turn on Fox in the middle of the day and it'll be on. Uh, so, but look forward to that. Sheamus has been, not been seen in WWE TV in over a month. And there's a good reason as to why injury Sheamus has faced, uh, this situation before, of course, and he's facing it again. He's been, uh, of course, with WWE since 2006, his most recent match on August 18th, SmackDown ended in a loss to edge. Sheamus is currently dealing with bad shoulder injury. It's unclear when he'll return. So, uh, good luck Sheamus. Uh, Hulk Hogan tied the knot once again this past or, or two weeks ago. The immortal one married Sky Daly, which man doesn't even sound like a real name. Uh, who's engaged back in July? TMZ was there, of course. Who, nobody else cared but them. So, uh, congratulations, Hulk, on your third wedding. Jade Cargill has officially signed with WWE on a multi-year contract. Cargill recently returned to AEW television about a month after a month, months-long hiatus following her TBS championship match with Chris Stratlander, which she lost. Uh, and on September 13th, uh, the, the Rampage taping. And so, but that was her last match. 31-year-old bodybuilder competed in 64 matches with AEW, beginning with a mixed tag team match in March of 2021 that involved Cody Rhodes and Shaquille O'Neal. So uh, she still holds the record for the longest championship reign in AEW at 508 days with her TBS title reign, and she's now signed. And I hear WWE wants to fast-track her to TV. So, uh, what you know, we knew it was happening. We heard, you know, I mean, there's been room. You hear enough rumors about the same thing. There's some truth behind all of them. Jade, you know, leaving to go to WWE. I don't know why they think they they have a better situation for her than she was with AEW. Maybe because they have a training center and that she, you know, she'll probably be living there while she's like doing TV. What do you guys think about Jade going to? Uh, and I'm sure they'll change her name. I, I you know, the the, the best I thing I saw. No, I think she's gonna say Jade Cargill. Is she really? Okay, yeah. that's, that's her name. So yeah. And that's how they they worded it on all the announcements and stuff. I think it'd be dumb to change it at this point. The the best thing I saw all week about that was the video they had her walking through the NXT parking lot, which is a haven for everybody getting killed. And they're like, why would you do this to her? And then they're like, oh, she must be super tough. She made it through without getting dumped by anybody. Because that (laughs) is, 
that's a place where people go to just get hurt. That's where that's where Baron Corbin got smashed uh, through the walls and through the car and into the building. And last week, if you watch, so yeah, it is a dangerous area. That whole cul-de-sac that they got out there, where they, you know, uh, they've had more than a few events that happen outside the NXT uh, training facility. So, I, I kudos to her. You know, well, I hope she does great. I just don't know what they can offer her better than anything else. You know, I mean, and they see her like a China. I I. I respectfully disagree with that and okay. i normally you know yeah. that i'm the person that's like all pro aew and stuff but yeah. if there was anybody in aew who seemed like a a wwe project yeah. it was jade cargill i think that she the performance center could help her a lot to get day-to-day training she doesn't need much in terms of the bodybuilding or or that kind of stuff but to get the ring time that she was not able to get in aew maybe more than once a week unless she was traveling to QT school or something like that. I mean, I, I will say that I think like, I think Jade Cargill is going to become a huge star. Um, I did. She was not good in the beginning. She did improve a lot in AEW. Uh, she really did. And I think, you know, Danielson gets a good amount of that credit. And I think a lot of people, you know, and I think we're going to get to a point where people are just like, well, look what WWE did with her, made her a star where she was terrible in AEW and stuff. Like I can just see that narrative coming that like I do think that AEW helped her a lot um, in terms of improving and stuff like that, but she's only scratched the surface so far. She could be, uh, she has the potential, like if she can, she has the athleticism, she has the star power, the look, the confidence, all that kind of stuff that she could easily become one of the top WWE women's stars ever. I mean, years down the road. So I, I think, you know, if she can, she could easily go to SmackDown soon. Um, you know, I, I think she can go to the main roster. I wouldn't rush her into a lot of matches, but getting her into the PC at least a couple times a week or whatever to get the in-ring time, I think is the biggest thing. And that's one of the biggest things that's missing in AEW um, is not really having a one central place for people to get ring time. Yeah, um, And it's tough to improve if you're not, getting that so um you know we've seen improvements in AEW. we talked about julia hart and all these people yeah and the improvement of jade and stuff but i i think this is this is the best thing for her um and uh i'm looking forward to seeing how big of a star she can become there you know and and i've heard comparisons and the name china was brought out a few times because of just her statuesque you know I and mean, she's much taller than you know every all the all the women wrestlers and obviously you know, incredible physique. So it's like, and I think, you know, I mean, obviously, you know, and, you know, I'm glad that you disagree with me because I, because I mean, but I, I'm just saying all she did was TV well, I, pretty and much. And with the know? China thing too, like yeah. I get the, I, I'm not surprised that immediately those comparisons are coming out everywhere. Yeah. Um, I think Jade has a better natural athleticism and she's already a better talker. Um, not to say, I mean, China did, blaze trails i mean a lot of stuff with that um but i don't i think there's going to be more to jade i mean as her as her matches went on she started to introduce more stuff into them um stuff that wasn't really ever in china's arsenal um so i don't know i i think it's a if i'm if i'm one of the people at the performance center uh you know you you maybe were disappointed with some recent releases or whatever and things like that but like this is a project like you want to you want to work with um and 
I'd almost be a little nervous if I was, you know, one of the, uh, I'm one of the women currently on the main roster. Um, and I don't want to lose my spot. Like you better, you better start to, to show up and show out. There you go. They say. There you go. So, uh, okay. Well, good. We'll see what. Well, best of luck to Jade. We'll see how quickly. Who knows? They may debut her very more quicker than we think. You know, because um, the, apparently they've got plans. So, uh, is she going to win the rumble? Oh boy! You know what? That'd be cool. I wouldn't have a problem with that. You know, I mean, it's a different style. She's out there. She uses a lot of power moves for a big for the big strong. Uh, you know, big strong woman wrestler. So. And there's not a lot of women that, you know, I mean, like Natty uses power moves. There's a few, uh, the you know, like uh, we've got uh, What's-Her-Face uh, back now uh, beating people up and hurting people. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Nia Jax. You know, Nia, oh, they, Nia Jax took out Rhea Ripley. And Ripley, Rhea Ripley. I would love to see Jade Cargill come in and just destroy Nia Jax in 30 seconds. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if that that's is- what they did. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind seeing anybody do that to Nia Jax, so I can't stand her. <laughs> no. So, um, some other news: uh, if you watched uh, WWE programming this week, you got a lot of NXT superstar Dragon Lee everywhere. Dragon Lee was on Raw, then on NXT, and on SmackDown last night. Uh, this is the same Dragon Lee who was on AEW as well, not that long, too long ago, and apparently uh, they loved him so much. That uh, that uh, he is going, he is not. He will be on the main roster one of these shows real soon. But he was on all of them this past week. I thought that was really interesting because you know you never see us. You know he was in the crowd though last night. He was like in the front row. Uh, but he got into it with, uh, with Austin Theory and then tried to jump the rail after the Street Profits jumped uh, Ray and uh, and uh, a, during the the U.S. title match. Yeah, security stopped. But everybody him, got beat up. Yeah, security stopped him, which was, you know, I thought that was interesting. So, so Dragon Lee is like getting inserted heavily. Uh, this past week uh, on SmackDown, if you watched last night, John Cena, you got whooped the, the week before by Sola Sequoia and Jimmy Uso. And they, and uh, he came out uh, uh, and he showed up at the last minute because his plane was landing late, apparently. Uh, but he made it just in time to be on the show and uh, to have a partner now. He's, t- he's tagging with LA Knight against uh, Jimmy Uso and Solo Sequoia at WWE Fastlane, which is a week from today, uh, which I'm sure we'll be doing the pre-show next week on here. But uh, John Cena, LA Knight, you know, I mean, that, what's a bigger rub than John Cena, you know? And uh, and LA Knight, all he's got to do is this. And, and everyone, you know, sings along with him, so. And the, the place went nuts, and John Cena did his whole markout routine after LA Knight signed the contract. Yeah, 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 he was. Marked. It was, uh, it was, it was interesting. But it, you know, we knew it was coming. But it's nice to see that it's getting the crowd support, and it's it's elevating night to where they're talking about him being the next person to go after Roman. Yeah. And in terms of SmackDown, the only thing I saw was that last segment. Um, yeah, John Cena looks a little excited for the person that they <laughs> apparently are really going to shove down our throats. The title of greatest of all time, um, which. I'm so, I have so much respect for John Cena, but he is not the greatest of all time. No, it's just that Michael Cole thinks that, and so he's got to tell us that every time. Oh. You know, it's like, you know, I, I mean, maybe it's in his contract. I will come back and wrestle with you for a couple months if you call me the greatest of all time every time I'm out there. And it's like, no, no John Cena's not that. Nothing it, like beating a dead horse in the <laughs> WWE. So. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, I, I would love someone to take an exception to that and then come out of retirement and wrestle John Cena. You know, I don't know. And I don't even think someone who's not who thinks they're the greatest of all time, like Triple H, you know, or uh, or or uh, Ric Flair. Well, not we don't want to see Ric Flair. So, uh, yeah, no, that was uh, – I mean, that's exciting for, you know, the WWE fans who love L.A. Night because apparently everyone does. Get the, okay, this is interesting. We you know we have the the house show in Rochester on November fourth, the same day as Saudi Arabia's prime premium live event. WWE is going to be going to Saudi Arabia uh, for the no- November fourth for the event. This will be the second WWE show in the country as part of their long term deal with the Saudi government. WWE's touring schedule indicates that there will not be a live SmackDown the night before the Saudi show on November fourth. Instead, they'll air a live SmackDown on October 27th and then tape the November 3rd show on the same night in Milwaukee. Roman Reigns is scheduled to defend the Undisputed WWE Universal Championship at this upcoming premium live event. So you know who we're not going to see in Rochester? We're not going to see Roman Reigns. In fact, uh, none of the wrestlers will be wrestling on SmackDown the day before they come to Rochester. Uh, whoever's left behind, you know, the guys who won't come, like AJ Styles probably, you know, the guys who have a tur- turned it down in the past, I think, to go to Saudi Arabia. But it's like, it's funny that they're selling this show and they're not, and, you know, they're not even, you know, it's, there's a, it's like having a pay-per-view and then all the prelim guys are on a, a house show, you know, in Rochester, New York, because that's what it seems like it's going to be. Uh, I don't know if this is going to sell. If you're a big WWE fan, I mean, how many opportunities are there out there to be at home and watch a live premium live event, and then go to a WWE show all in the same day? I mean, if you're a mega fan, that's like your dream, isn't it? I'm guessing so. Uh, You know, you have to be rich. You get get a bunch of the higher name women who aren't going over there. Like, Becky and Charlotte or or stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, there's going to be some names on there. It's not going to be the you're not going to get LA Knight, you're not going to get Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, but you'll get probably Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm saying yeah, we'll see. I Good, guess sir. I guess maybe. as we, I, yeah. I guess as we get closer we will find maybe Bobby Lashley. I don't know. You know, there's a lot of guys there's a lot of guys not being I wouldn't mind actually to see all prelim wrestlers on a show here in Rochester. I wouldn't have a problem with that at what, all. What if they gotta do something like, oh no, Gunther's the only guy to defend his title, but the only person we have is Elia Dragonoff. And then you get that live as a house show. And you can tell your family you got to see that because that's an awesome match. Yeah, or it will be. I guess we'll know who's not going to be here as they start putting that show together. And we're, I mean, it's October tomorrow. So it's like. They haven't even announced it yet. I know. I know. It's just crazy. You know, it's like usually by now they're like shoving it down our throats, you know. <laughs> but, but if they do announce a battle royale at the beginning of it, then we're definitely going to get hit by people not being here. So, you know. You know, so I guess we'll, we, we, that's something to be determined. But I, I think that, you know, I know it's the day after you're getting married, Danger, and uh, we should go still. I think we should go get, like, nosebleeders and go to that show. Uh, I think, you know, why not? It's a very do they, busy Do you even open the- up the upper level for a, a house show or whatever? Yeah, the a- nosebleeders are still, like, the second level down. So it's still uh-huh. not, not too bad, not too bad. I think we paid $17 for them one time, so... It's a very busy week at the Blue Cross Arena. Yeah, what else is going? Oh, yeah, that's right. Tools there that week. Tools there, and then Adam Sandler, two days after Tool. Wow. Did, are those Adam Sandler prices? I heard accurate. 
I haven't seen them yet, but I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. I heard it was insane. Uh, I haven't looked. Yeah. So, well, well, we'll have more as we get closer to that. Cause uh, you know, we're all from the Rochester area or parts unknown Rochester. So <clears throat> I saw this news. I thought it was kind of silly, but if you're a comic book fan, <clears throat> the new Archie comics that come out uh, next or October 13th have Dan Housen on one and Brody King on another. And it's like, uh, you know, you get, you got Dan Housen with Jughead and Archie and Betty and Veronica and same with, uh, same with, uh, uh um, with, uh, Brody there, uh, Brody King. Of course, the w- interesting thing of, out of all of it is both those guys are currently hurt. And, uh, so you're getting the, uh, AEW, uh, injured list, uh, in Archie comics in the middle of October. Uh, but, uh, I saw the picture of Dan Housen. He looks great. He's got this big cape on and it's like, you know, Dan Housen and I'm hopeful, I miss Dan Housen. We need him back. Or he needs to come back as soon as he can. So, um, uh, women's wrestling pioneer uh, Joyce Grable passed away a couple of days ago. Uh, I think we may have had Joyce Grable on when we had the women's wrestlers on the show when we did the, when they had that movie that was going to be at the film festival in Rochester. We had we had a couple women on, and I, I think Joyce was one of them. And it was a, it was called Piss and Vinegar or whatever women's wrestling. And, uh, but unfortunately she was, uh, she was an NWA style wrestler, never really in the WWE at any time, but, uh, she would, did tag with Wendy Richter, uh, for the NWA world tag team champion. She was like a 1971 to 1991 was like her heyday. So I kind of remember Joyce Grable, but it was like only you'd see it on G- Georgia championship wrestling once in a while. And the NWA shows that we would get here on cable, uh, but you know, net, but, uh, she did pass away, unfortunately. And, uh, um, you know, we sent our best to her family and everything, but, uh, and I think that's all the news I've got on here today. Is there anything we're missing? How did the, uh, how did the ESW show go last week? And, uh, Mr. S- Mr. Artiste. Uh, very well. And it's, uh, it's set up basically the, uh, the biggest show of the year always for ESW is, uh, Wrestle Bash, which is in November, uh, on the 17th. Um, so, set up a uh the culmination of a big feud between kevin bennett and vince valor which will be a steel cage match for the esw title in november um heath aka heath miller heath slater whatever was announced for that show as well um and that's uh a lot of those graphics are uh my big project this weekend so oh, yeah i was gonna say um, isn't vince valor's he's got a brother right that wrestles also did i did i see that? uh well so he he wrestled uh his his brother-in-law is uh big time bill collier that's right the original big bill yeah. uh so they wrestled each other with the winner moving on um it was a number one contender match um brother versus brother so um that was the main event of uh of that show last week so Awesome. Awesome. Good stuff there. Yeah. But yeah, that's a Friday night show though. Originally it was going to be uh Thanksgiving weekend, but it's been pushed up to a Friday night of the week before, um, which will help in terms of uh, people being available to be booked to give the best card possible and things like that. So you will, yeah. we all know during like the Christmas season, it's tough to do those shows and stuff. And once yeah. So yeah. So it's well, a- plus yeah. I mean, and that week too, you've got um, Survivor Series, you've got the AEW Chicago stuff, you've got a Wrestle 
con one of them in North Carolina that weekend. Like there's so much going on that like you run that weekend, you're you're running up against a ton of competition in terms of trying to get people on your show and stuff like that. So um so the week before war will work out better. But you- one of those rare kind of Friday night shows, um, seven o'clock, it's an hour later than normal to allow people to get to Riverworks, which is still the best venue in indie wrestling. So I saw that someone else is doing a show there too. Who did I see? I did see that, uh, um, that AEW announced that they're going to be in Chicago again <laughs> for, on their, of course. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's not a surprise, yeah. but it's, yeah. <laughs> doesn't need to be a thing. I saw that they announced this week. They added some dates for the, for uh, dynamites coming up and it's in November, I think sometime. So, uh, but uh, cool. Yeah, Thanksgiving Eve, they're in Chicago and yeah. then uh, the Saturday after Thanksgiving, they're in Pittsburgh for collision. Um, but coming to Montreal for two shows in early December, which is nice thinking about those maybe, but yeah, it's not that far, you know, driving distance from Rochester. So I, if anybody, if anybody's from Rochester and you haven't been up there, I, I highly suggest it. This has nothing to do with wrestling, but it's basically, it can, it can basically feel like your own little, like almost European vacation with a quick little day drive. So highly, highly encourage that for people who haven't done it which i think is a lot of people so yeah i was say, love that city keep, yeah keep your uh enhanced license ready to get across the border there but uh or 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 best croissants in the world there even better yeah. than paris they also in the winter time they skate on uh the can there's a canal there that freezes over that they skate on outside that's ottawa oh is it ottawa okay i knew there's yeah a- you can stop there on the way if you want it's not a, not much of a detour <laughs> sure and then they uh, they have something similar to that in Winnipeg as well, which I was looking forward to skating on. Uh, and then it was too warm, even though I was there in March. But well, you know, this that last winter was was a very weak one for this area for the whole northeast. I think for like snowfall and stuff. So except for and, uh, except let's for the, have a weak winter yeah. coming up. I'm all about well, that. well, except for Buffalo. The weaker the better. Buffalo had that terrible week that uh, where yeah. people thirty people yeah. died or whatever, but. Uh, here in Rochester, I think I used my snowblower once or twice. So it was like, uh, okay, on that note, we're going to get out of here. You don't need to hear anymore. We went very, very long, and I thank everybody for listening. And don't forget, you can check all our old shows out at thepainclinic.net, iTunes. There's uh, you know, there's a lot of these uh, podcast depots that, like, they download it for free. I don't care. Not making any money. We're doing this for fun. Nobody gets paid. And every once in a while, we get a free, re- concert, or free wrestling ticket, but that's about it. Uh, I want to thank everybody for listening. I want to thank Rob, our artiste. I want to thank Danger Boy, and we will see you next week. Same bat time, same bat channel.